Podcast. It's your boy Dave. Here again with your boy Adam. For come on, do the back and forth with me. Oh, oh, we're doing the back and forth. Oh, for January twentieth, two thousand and fifteen, two thousand sixteen, two thousand and sixteen. We're coming to you from the numbillsfan.com studio. You know numbillsfan.com, your source for all your content. Well, all our content, but you can make it yours. Yeah, and if we happen to catch something in for you know, some information that we think is important, we'll just retweet it. But we'll probably miss everything. But still follow us at NumbillsFan on Twitter as well and NumbillsFan or NumbillsAdamD for you. Yeah, is that that's you? me. That, okay. That's me. As always, very professional. We're here in our suits, aka my Rex shirt and my Buffalo Bills pajama pants. Yeah, I'm wearing sweats. We look like a couple of slobs. It's mint. And that's the beauty of radio because you can have your nuts out and it is what it is. So um, I'm giving you a nut-free guarantee. That's not going down. Anyways. This is pretty bad radio. Let, we, we can still turn this around, Dave. What, I don't know. What do you got for me today? I what? don't know. I feel like we should just... Try again tomorrow, but regardless, we have our sweats on, all right? We're in our sweat in our sweat gear. We're ready to do a little workout, ready to get into this off-season plans, and, and we just had some more playoffs here. The championship games are set now, and uh, we'd like to reflect. How, how do you think the Bills would do in the playoffs against the AFC especially? It seems like these vets are just limping around, and it's uh, a little crazy. A little crazy. You never thought you would see Peyton Manning throwing uh, a, a wounded duck, and oh, I know. You know, you, know. you just you just hear, man, that ball got tipped, and then they play the replay, and uh, that ball wasn't tipped. That said, I don't think Manning's arm is as bad as everybody thinks it is, frankly, because I'm looking at like, is he doing enough to win the game? I think he is. His receivers this past game dropped a lot of balls. Yeah. They, I, I shouldn't even say receivers. Everybody dropped a lot they, of balls. They didn't look great as a team, but. But when you watch that, it makes you, when, when you guys are watching the playoffs, all right, Carolina won, Arizona won, the Patriots won, and Denver won. And you look at it now and, and you had the elite quarterbacks in there. I would say Carson Palmer's elite. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, maybe not on the level of some of these other guys. He's not. And Tom Brady just doesn't yeah. look like he's even thirty-two. So, Ugh. you know, and you got mm. Cam Newton looks unstoppable. You know, he looks like a force to be reckoned with. I don't know, but then you got Big Ben looking a little hurt, looking a little sore, not really. I mean, he still he still plays so hard and and gets it done, um, but yeah, man, you see some of these guys out there just 
just falling apart and other and then you got you know you you got Carson Palmer playing the best football of his career like you said Cam Newton completely unstoppable um but then you know that Carolina game was so weird to me how how dominant they were in the first half and how I mean that second half it completely shifted I wanted that game to go into overtime Oh, definitely, definitely. I was I was hoping for it. I, I would have loved I, – I mean, ultimately, I think the Carolina Panthers, out of any team in the NFL, if the Bills aren't going to win the championship, I think right now, based off playing as a unit, as a team, they deserve it. Carolina's just straight out blowing blowing teams out of the water. Don't forget, they went 15-1, and one, and they're very underappreciated every – you know, that's kind of like the word on the street, and, and we've been preaching about Ron Rivera. There's been times a riverboat, thanks to the media, has stirred up, and, and obviously media on his performance. But as always, everybody lives and dies by a, a play, a game, and sometimes you lose sight of the big picture, and, and Ron Rivera has that team now at 15-1, and one, and if they would have fired him three years ago when there was talks of it, you know, a couple of years ago he didn't have – it just seemed every season there's some kind of like slight turmoil looming media wise. You read the headlines and and it's like you know sometimes it just takes a while for guys to 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 adapt. And and we always say with the CBA you have limited reps, and you know your your team is going to follow what's in your locker room. So it's nice to see that Ron Rivera looks like he has his team, the Carolina Panthers, where they need to go. And it, it it's just a preach for continuity, and it's like look how much Cam Newton Cam Newton has grown as a player. That kid is monster size already, monster talent, but he's not letting that monster talent go away. He's actually building on it. No, he he got better every week, as far as I'm concerned. I can't believe how much they are stomping teams out. Seattle didn't. I don't understand it because. What I really want to dive into today is instead of having like a playoff show, talk about the the championship games coming out for this podcast, we've had two weeks of divisional, you know, uh, of the playoffs leading up until the final four teams. And I feel as a Bills fan, we put things under the microscope a lot more than it needs to be. And the first thing I will say is right off the bat, some people think from the eye Tyrod Taylor was not accurate with the deep ball that was a consensus that was going through in the middle of the year ish he proved it more and and even in the middle of the year I I, we were kind of saying hey not for nothing I don't see many guys that can do that and and it's like look at these playoffs Alex Smith kind of went just it looked like a regular Chiefs that we're used to you know, so it, it, it's Alex Smith went for one touchdown with a QBR of 67.5, which ain't bad, you know, but he throws for 4.9 yards that game on 246 yards. He attempted 50 throws, completed 29. And it's like you're looking at these stats, and a lot of times people – we all think, man, Tyrod hasn't thrown one 300-yard game. Nope. No, he hadn't. 
and, and it's kind of disappointing. Like it, it's a stat guy, you know, when you turn over your baseball cards, you want to see the stats, you know, the football cards, you know, when I was a kid, I'm looking at the baseball cards. You're looking at the batting averages. Oh, he was at 300. No, wow. No shit. That's good. That's good. Okay. So, I mean, he did have a dip down to, you know, 290 something. I don't know about that year. And then you're looking at home runs, especially when I grew up, you know, you had the steroids going on big time with Sammy Sosa, McGuire, you know, keeping track of all these home run guys. And and I feel when you look at Tyrod's stats, it doesn't look very impressive passing yards wise. But don't forget, he's the only quarterback in NFL history to have a 99 plus quarterback rating with 40 yards, over 40 yards rushing in a game. And I feel like his, his, his rushing ability and obviously that, that quote-unquote, we're sick of hearing it, dual threat quarterback that you really do have going on with him, I think it has a lot of value. And I'm watching a game with Alex Smith, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm just not impressed. And he has sneaky speed. You know, he'll get up and go. If he sees an opening, he'll go. And, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't want Alex Smith as the quarterback if, if you know, if we needed to. But I feel like a lot of times we, we overrate these, these problems and, and we put these, these players under a microscope so much. I don't want Tyrod Taylor throwing 30 times a game if he doesn't need to. We have a, a, a stable of backs, and I feel like the playoffs show how important the run game is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that that's what opened. We really are a run-first team, first of all. So, obviously... Tyrod's not going to throw 40, 40 times a game. But the thing about the thing about the guy that's so impressive is just the percentage of his throws that are huge gains. You know what I mean? His uh, <clears throat> you know his stats don't really do justice to what he actually provides on the field. Because, you know, he's not that dink and dunk quarterback that we were all, like, fearing we were going to get stuck with back in preseason, you know? That's not him. You, you never know because for years you, you hear, hey, man, this guy's sat, this guy's sat. And, and and then in the NFL now, everybody's uh, everything is under, you know, it, it's just the micro society we live in, you know, the microwave society we live in where – if you don't have it, you know, you look at E.J. Manuel, frankly. What would happen if he sat for four years? I don't know. Because there are certain things there that line up with the the reports, the, the scouting reports of, of him, you know, that are lining up now, especially, like, the, the elephant in the room, accuracy. You know what I mean? You know what, though? I mean, what what has he had to sit behind, though? And now you got a guy like Tyrod Taylor emerging. I actually had this thought the other day. I was actually sitting on the can. Not that anyone needed to know that part, but I was like, you know what? Like, what if Tyrod, what, what if EJ sticks around and Tyrod takes him under his wing? What, what can EJ learn from Tyrod now that Tyrod's emerged? I haven't really heard anyone bring up that particular point. Uh, dude, I, you know, we've gone down this rabbit hole, man. I'm not, with, I'm with not, 
I'm I'm you know you know not... my view you know my view they should have frankly cut Fitzpatrick they should have paid Fitzpatrick the couple extra million dollars for the year instead of restructuring and just saw how it went and frankly that's where I, I get I on the front office I think we would be <coughs> I think we'd be in the same position as the Jets right now I don't know Truthfully, I, think, I think we would have had a few more wins under our belt if we had a smarter quarterback I think than we EJ would be Manuel like both, a 10 and 6 years. team that gets eliminated in the first round of the playoffs Ryan Fitzpatrick that's that that's my thought on it but who am I Which, what what's I the, what's the line you know let's be real what's the line between which has been said many times from people what's the difference between not making the playoffs where the Bills are at and making the playoffs. You have the Kansas City Chiefs, an unimpressive team. You have the Texans, or if the Colts would have made it. You know, just bad teams. Don't forget, New England is in our damn division, and they look like they are going to just knock the living shit out of the Broncos. There is no way... I, I mean, I hope the Broncos, as a Bills fan, I hope the Broncos win. But, you know, I would like to see Peyton go to another Super Bowl. But, man, I don't know. I, I root. Cam I, Newton I don't would eat him alive out there. Either way, if Cam Newton does or doesn't, I'm actually going to pull for Carson Palmer, and that's a different reason. Um, Man, I, I do not see how you stop Tom Brady. I don't I don't get me wrong, the Bills, the last game the Bills played them, they had him on the ropes and at the end of the year they kinda of fell off a little bit. But judging by that Chiefs game, that looked like the Patriots that we're used to. And every time you think they're down and out, you know, Belichick's showing up to a press conference with the black eye. Jones Chandler Jones is coming in, you know Chris Carter's coming out saying, Oh, I don't know from any sources, but he's he smoked PCP. I know what the deal is. <laughs> Please, dude. He smokes synthetic weed, which you shouldn't even be smoking synthetic weed. That shouldn't even be an option. But thank you, NFL, for not adopting or adopting, adapting to the way the world works, which is, hey, guess what? The cat is out of the bag. This whole weed thing is bullshit. And I just posted on Twitter, frankly, not to go down this rabbit hole this early because we have a whole summer to talk about this garbage. You know, Post something about Josh Gordon. I'd sign him in a heartbeat. I would sign Nick in a heartbeat. Now, and I also said, I don't know the full ins and outs, but let's just say all you hear about with Josh Gordon is alcohol and weed. And, like, the weed is usually the worst of the two when it comes down to it. I mean, Dante Stallworth was drinking and driving and killed a dude and is playing. I don't know if he's on a roster. I think he's on the Colts. I don't know if he still stayed on. He might have got caught. But he was playing after that, okay? That's okay. No, that's you know, not okay. Okay, and this is coming from somebody who did not ever like ask Deacon next to me. I would not even like touch weed or anything. But I have drank before, and I went on this thing where you know I used to drink all the time. I was like in my early years, and I just stopped, man. And from experience. The weed thing is not even close. It's not even on the same level. And it's amazing that guys are going to suspend it for it. And that's my phone dropping. And good thing I have a case. Waterproof too in case you're, you know, deucing, dropping a toilet. Point being is the weed thing is so blown out of proportion that 
Chandler Jones is getting sick on synthetic weed, and yes, it's the rules. It's the we. It's the rules. But it it shouldn't be a big deal if it's becoming legalized. Is what I'm getting at. Get ahead of the curve. Stop busting balls. How many NBA players smoke weed? Like all of them. Like and it's pretty. They're kind of open about it too. It's always been like an unwritten thing. You know they won't. Dude, the NBA does not look at weed serious whatsoever, whatsoever. I mean, most most people don't anymore. Some people do. If you know, all I'm saying is is if the weed wasn't one of those serious things that the NFL test test for, excuse me, going through puberty that they didn't test for, the synthetic weed would not even be an issue. So now this kid's going to be synthetic or, or suspended next year, guaranteed. Same with, uh, you know, the Darius situation, the Nigel Bradham situation. You know, Darius had synthetic weed as well. So, I don't know. I just think it's a the, bunch of horse shit. The thing I don't get is these dudes are rich. These Compared to me, these dudes got so much money. And maybe I'm disclosing too much personal information here. But I'll be damned if I haven't beat a couple drug tests in my day. You know, I just go down to the little head shop. I get the little drink. I drink it down. That's what some people are saying about Josh Gordon. Is he's lazy. It's just like, you know, I've done some other unsavory things. Smuggled in somebody else's piss before. Like, But, I mean, how are these guys with their resources not figuring something out here? Well, Darius was uh, like cover your tracks. If I can do it, they can do it. If I can do it, they can do it. I I just think it's I just think it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that that the that the parallels of weed is the same parallels. Like people are trying to put the same rules on that as they are alcohol, and frankly. If you, you know, I used to be this thing, you know, there's a thing where I just, for for years, I just didn't drink. I I never smoked cigarettes. I I didn't smoke weed. I didn't do drugs. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Very, very, very clean life for like seven years. And that was in the Haiti. You were so so annoying. From like 28, 21 years old to 28-ish. And... I had to play in a band with this party pooper. Yeah, and I mean everybody's busy, frankly, getting fucked up. Well, yeah, somebody's yeah. got to think a little bit. We were trying, we were trying to party, and this dude's trying to write songs. Like, what are you even in the band for, bro? I gotta get home and cuddle with my dog, man. At the time, you know what I mean. I had to go cry myself to sleep. So, you don't understand what it's like to be busy like me in that aspect. And I gotta say, you know. I, I lived that quote-unquote clean, you know, straight-edge life, but frankly, I would show up to practice with, like, a, a, a latte from Dunkin' Donuts. And a bag full of Red Bulls or Monsters And, and or like, whatever. two Red Bulls and then a Monster BFC, which stands for Big Fucking Can. And I would be buzzing around circles. Everything went up, like, ten beats per minute without blinking. That I was playing things on the guitar I never could play before. And I've never tried Coke. I never plan on it. But it was probably like doing Coke. 
No comment. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, it's like, that's legal, and we get stuck in this whole debate. Well, it's just the law. And we could debate this all we want. Here's the flip side. Don't be an asswipe. Don't touch the weed. Don't touch the synthetic weed. If you're making that much money, you got that much at stake, and your career averages three to four years, if you're lucky, four years. If you're lucky, three years. If you're lucky, you're on the practice squad. If you want to talk about luck. It is what it is. I mean, people have life decisions to make. Do I want to make millions? Do I want to put a black eye on myself? But now I think it's at a point where these athletes, it's it's getting to, yeah. it's getting to a point where, where what's the big deal? I mean, really, what is... The, America's looking at it like, really, this guy's getting suspended for grass? Right. I mean, look at it. You got... You got re- legal recreational weed in Washington State. The Seahawks play there. You know, you got medicinal medicinal use for any given reason in California. You can walk in and just say, oh, I got headaches. I can't sleep. I have no appetite. They'll write you a card. Let's be real. Um, I mean, it's spreading all over. You got recreational use in D.C. now. It's kind of weird down there from from what I hear, but you know, I see it I see a lot of this stuff in my news feed, you know, headlines and that and you know, I smoked for a long time before I had had my son and uh you know, so I I, I pay attention to that and I, I think it should be legal and if it was I'm sure I would partake here and there. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. And and you know, this isn't like uh anti-war on drugs podcast here well technically we are no, I mean, definitely we are but it, it, it's not go you know go find your local drug dealer if you're in new york and and smoke weed it's not what we're trying to say but what we're trying to say is sometimes things are look actually i can't even say sometimes it's looked at a lot of the times one-sided and what mainstream media has fed us for years and and, and behind media is advertising and money and dollars and even behind government and and frankly, it's like the people who judge other people need to look at themselves because you could be that person that's on the oxycontins, right? I mean, you, yeah. you know, do you know what I'm saying? You could be that. No disrespect to you if if you are this person, whatever. We all have our shit, or you don't recognize it, and you're just going to be flipping out, which I don't care. Oh no, that's, you know a few. You know a few years back, I had a few surgeries in one year, and I mean, I ended up being on opiate-based pain pills, Vicodin, Percocet, whatever, for, it was like nine or ten months between the three surgeries I had, two on my stomach, or two on my hand and one on my stomach. So, I mean, I had a hard time after that. I had a hard time getting off those. I'm not going to lie. But, again, that's sanctioned from the government, so that's okay, and it's, you know, do I think these guys should be juiced out to the gills? No, but do no. I think maybe if their job and the healthiest thing for them is, frankly, which if you can monitor it correctly, which is the tricky part, which will always get screwed, is let's bring this talk into steroids. Human growth hormone really shows a lot of benefits. And it helps with speedy recovery, and it helps with all sorts of things. And even, you know, to get stem cells done used to be such a huge hassle 
and it doesn't make it right that there's limitations to everything with and the NFL is just kind of like what we're gonna is just behind in so many ways. And if you want to take that in some somewhere else, I mean, just look at the whole replay system. Look at the playoffs. How many bad calls are you seeing in the playoffs? You're, you're like, you got to be kidding me. It's better than I thought it would be because a lot of things are obviously going through New York. They've set up their game. But things are still missed. And, you know, it's like, what isn't a catch for one crew is a catch for another. The same old story. And here we are in 2016. You're telling me that you can't just have more camera angles you can't add more cameras. So, it, it, it's just, let's adapt here. Let's not wait. Well, you know, we got to have our, 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 you know, the zebras, we're all a pack here. We got to have each other's back. And, and, you know, the players, and, and I wish the NFL would, frankly, just modernize itself. Step into the now. Step into the real world. Get over the stupid weed bullshit. Get over it. Yeah, who cares? Because it's not cool to be hooked on painkillers and do whatever the hell you do. You know, get get it, it. It goes both ways, and it's not the same parallel as alcohol. You cannot compare them to alcohol. Yes, can you get retarded? Maybe, but you're not literally killing anybody. You're 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 not. There's no alcohol-related deaths or weed-related deaths. It, it's it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid that it's on some substance list that's banned. And you have players who, who you know, look at Tyron Matthew. That kid was suspended so many times from LSU. And I believe he didn't even play his senior year because of the weed. And, yes, there's the flip side. What do you think? If you're these athletes, like straight up, and you have to, to just squash this and, and go back to our bills compared to the playoffs, do you think these guys should be smart enough to – accept the millions because there's not a pill they could do what maybe the weed does for them as far as pain as far Don't. as relaxation as far as frankly for me add add i was prescribed ritalin for years and i would just have a headache and i would feel like i was a drone yeah i was on that for a little bit too same thing they they and... required me to see a neurologist as a kid they said you can't come back to school until you see a neurologist and i was just a hyper kid they didn't they, want to sit there they weren't wrong you, you need. They sent me to the wrong. Yeah. You might need to right go on. back. <laughs> I'm gonna try electrotherapy, and uh, supposedly there's some advancements in lobotomies in, in about '92. Yeah, I, th- I I think we both made our neurologists need neurologists, man. Truthfully. <laughs> Probably. But what do you think, really? Like, what do you think? I, I've I've drank a lot. I, you know what I mean. We've all been fucked up with alcohol. Most of us here, or whatever you know, but we've all we've all done what we've done. Do you think it should just be a flip the switch? You know, I I feel like they should just get together right now, have an emergency meeting. Emergency meeting. Because these teams, these owners, got to play these players. Yeah, they're getting I mean, suspended, but I don't know if it's suspended with pay. I really don't know those details because we're bright here and we definitely looked it up before we started talking. Yeah, no, about we it. we looked up nothing. Um, I think they got that point. No, but I, I guess, I guess if you're gonna sign a contract for that amount of money, and part of that contract includes not doing whatever substance, 
You should stick to that. Right. That kind of money is something that most people can only dream about. How many people get the opportunity to see a seven-figure salary? I mean, plenty, but small percentage. Okay, you're 32, I'm 31. At 22, 21, 23, I'm not thinking this way. If I know what I know about weed now, like, say, you know, we're talking about weed. If I know what I know about weed now... There's, there's no way, like, like Tyron Matthew probably looked at this shit like a joke. Anybody who smokes, who smoked weed before probably looks at it like a joke. You gotta be kidding me, they're saying this. Oh, you gotta be kidding me, they're saying this. And, you know, hey, maybe this ain't our demographic, this sports talk thing. Maybe it's not. We're just two jamokes. Because really, let's, two let's, let's, let's really be honest, a lot this. of people are really conservative and scared to talk about this. Um, And actually, I gotta give credit, Sal Capaccio... Started talking about this on Sports Talk Saturday. He brought up the synthetic weed thing. And he had the McNuggets on WGR to talk about this. And I thought that was cool. That's not why we talked about it. I I just think it's asinine that people are going to suspend it over it. It's a topic that's right. been bothering I mean, me for I, a long time. Anytime Josh Gordon's brought up, that's what I think about. I think, I think it's dumb that, you know, there's guys doing all this crazy throwing their girlfriends on their assault rifles shit that are back in the game and that kid's not playing because he smoked some weed it's dumb but he also signed a contract that said he wasn't gonna do that you know that that policy applies to everybody could they change it sure should they change it probably i mean maybe not eliminate it but but what what's fair for that? A game, two games, three games? Why why isn't Josh Gordon playing football right now? It's, you know what I think it should be is it, it should be it should be some kind of charitable donation fine from the team. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, and I think it should be a team to team thing because uh, uh, your game pay goes to charity. Bye. Done. Everybody wins. And the thing is, if it's regulated, you know, once that's not, let's be real here. This weed thing is going to bail out America. No fucks about it. It's going to bail out America. Weed is everywhere. It's on the cover of time when I'm in the airport. It's, it's, it's everywhere because people are realizing how much garbage it, it the world's been pulled over our eyes. The Reagan politics work great. Oh, but it's these, been going on for a hundred years. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there's that whole thing. There's there's that documentary, The Union, should check out. But you, it, it, when it comes down to brass tacks, it's do you want to play in the NFL or not? Because you can't do that. You, you, you can't do that. At the same time, from the players' perspectives, there's not, not a pill they could take to do that. And, and when you live in a society where alcohol is a prominent drug, and think about a lot of bad things that have happened. I want to know if alcohol's in there. I can't tell you how many times I've been at home waiting for my dad to come home. But why? Because you drink too much, you know, play the show, playing Rockstar Life. And I'm sitting there with some cold ice cream. Literally sitting there with, like, cold ice cream. Melted ice cream. I'm so bright. 
But it's like a lot of problems in my life have been caused from other people drinking. And, and you know, for me, the buck stops with, with me. My father's an alcoholic. My grandfather's an alcoholic. And there's a lot of things that people can do to to relate to certain topics. But weed is one that once you've done it, you're just like, you got to be kidding me. This is the most overrated thing ever. But the problem is, is the people who are really chiming in on this topic, a lot of the guys who didn't get in quote unquote trouble that are, are in the mainstream media, these guys where they do test you for this, I'm sure it, these guys are, are in a alcohol and pills society. You guys just judge a lot of these people. They just judge, Hey, they got to have a pill for that. They got to have a pill for that. Well, what are the side effects of the pill? That's what I'm getting at. This is the side effects of synthetic marijuana because it doesn't show up on the drug testing list. What is it? People are going nuts. They're doing crazy shit. Crazy shit. Why? Because it's not natural. Yeah. It's it, it, it's not natural, and it's just we need the NFL to to modernize itself. And frankly, that means to to root back the football. Football. That means. That'll relate to, to the plays on the field. And you might be able to get guys to come back from injury quicker if you have these rules hammered out, if you have these drug laws hammered out, if you have everything hammered out. Because it, it's it's a scary world out there with these painkillers. It, it's heroin. And it's a scary world out there when you have these kids who are, who are having these blown opportunities over bullshit laws. And yes, should they know better? But at the same time, I'm on the fence of like, dude, it's such bullshit. I can go buy a six-pack anywhere and get fucked up. I can go buy a bunch of stuff over the counter and get fucked up. You yeah. know, it, it's just... Go buy a can of spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, that's why they ID for it. Or hey, I don't... I'll... I'll uh, not do that. I'm just going to cross that off the to-do list now. It's over with. But ho- hopefully we have, frankly, a, a well-raft, fair point with these playoffs, with, with with the refs. Because, you know, there was a whole flipping of the coin debacle. What would you think of that horse shit? That was hilarious. Who gives a shit? Flip doesn't flip. It hits the ground. It falls over. It's. It didn't fall, did it? Did it fall over? It's got. It's got. I think land. it landed perfectly flat. I. It was. It is what it is. The NFL forgot a rule. You guys got to come with a new rule. But here's what I hate hearing. You know what I hate hearing? Maybe it should be automatically flipped out of a machine so it's done exactly the same way, the same time, every time. Can we trust these refs? Ooh. Yeah, but Belichick would get in there and somehow dial back or forward how hard that coin flips. And next thing you know, the coin has like a... He he would have Ernie Adams do all this testing on coins to see what side... Actually, he probably already knows. But when you have a machine doing it every time... Yeah, no. No. I don't know. Nothing more for Belichick to cheat with. What do you, how, do you, how do you fix this after it's happened... You know what I mean? I think it's a crock of shit that because you have superheroes in the game that, you know, Aaron Rodgers needs to see the field in overtime. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That used to be sudden death. 
and I don't like that this is all an offensive league because of the total offensive league and you're protecting the quarterback, which you should. You don't want to see the backup. You really don't. That's the flip side of it all, right? You don't really want to see the backup. At the same time, you're making it harder for, for quarterbacks to, to play in the league. It seems like the same. It's the same names. It's the same names. Unless you're a, a first-round pick like Cam Newton early, you know, Cam Newton. Okay, so, I mean, what, what Russell you... Wilson, I guess, is a, a newer one that's a later-round pick, but. What do you what do you take from it, man? Like it's the same names, and I feel like we shouldn't have to. We're gonna. We've seen so much of Aaron Rodgers already. I don't care if he sees the field again, man. He he could have made better plays. Right. The other people on the team could have made better plays. It is what it is, and and I I've told you guys before, Vikings is my other team. It's, I don't it's know him nearly as much as I do the Bills, but when I'm rooting for him. And they had Brett Favre in the New Orleans NFC Championship game. I'm flipping out because of three bad calls. A pass interference, a, the ball crossed the line, it didn't, bad spot. And also some baloney fumble or something. And, it, you know, what it, the game went into overtime and New Orleans kicked the field goal. And after that year, they changed the overtime rule. Because they had all this great, no. If you're going to change it, give everybody a kickoff and have them a chance to score a touchdown. It is what it is. That's how I look at it. I feel you should have a complete game out of it. If not, do sudden death or do what the hell you got now. If you didn't make the plays, you shouldn't be in that position. Sorry, that's what us Bills fans have to hear all the time. I think that's kind of dumb, though. If, if anything, just, just tack an extra quarter onto the game. Let them play a whole quarter. If there's a winner, If there's a leader at the end, you know, they win if in a playoff situation it keeps going just let it keep going yeah the coin debacle oh it it is what it is i mean it's know, still a coin toss <laughs> it, it is a coin toss but what did you think tyrod taylor wise we're talking about quarterbacks like how how tyrod taylor specifically would do in the playoffs and i think he would do fine I feel like a lot of times, you know, that was our earlier conversation to route back to it. I feel a lot of times we watch them so tight and, oh, man, that pass was inaccurate. That When Russell Wilson throws an in, inaccurate pass, you're not like, wow, that was a really inaccurate pass. You know what I mean? When Russell Wilson gets rid of the ball really quick or Aaron Rodgers gets rid of the ball really quick, you don't say, wow, he only run half the field. Now, if he's staring at a guy – like, it's like anything else in life, man. You gotta pick on the new guy a little bit, you know. Yeah, but I think we gotta. I mean, not I me. Think, I I I think Tyrod's. I think we gotta bring on a level a with bit. sliced bread, man. This dude is great. No, he's smooth, man. He's real smooth. I gotta say, I think Tyrod would do good in the playoffs. I think the defense obviously would have had to step its game up, but I feel like he would do good. He. I don't, I don't, I don't need this guy to to go crazy. I, I look at him. I look at Alex Smith like a game manager, and he proved against the Bills to to throw deep and connect deep. And in the Patriots, they were anything but that. When you're averaging four point nine yards a throw, that's not good at all. 
And I understand you don't have Jamal Charles back there, but you guys actually did better. The Chiefs did better without Jamal Charles statistically, actually, in the run game. The rushing yards went up. So it's kind of amazing that Alex Smith couldn't get that game together to deep ball. You know, against the Bills, I guess a lot of the Chiefs fans, they reference that game. From when you listen to John Murphy, he's got a Chiefs guy on. You know, he's like, hey, these these Chiefs proved that they could throw deep. I mean, um, they didn't show they, up against the Patriots. No, they they really didn't, and he can. He, I mean, Alex Smith can make those throws, but he's just he's one of those guys that's there sometimes and not so much other times, and he just doesn't have that that clutch. He's not that clutch performer type that wins championships. You know what I mean? That's that's how I feel about him. He's like lukewarm. Yeah, that's how I feel about him. That's how I, f- I feel about Fitzpatrick. That's kind of what I was I was saying before. I think we would have been in the same position. I, f- I feel Tyrod has so many more dynamic opportunities just by the way he extends plays and, and everything that he needs to work on, I feel, can be taught. He has good enough accuracy in this league, in the NFL. He does. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And I think it's going to get better. Like Kirk Cousins? Like, were you impressed with Kirk Cousins in the playoffs? I was not. Not particularly, but, but, I mean, you cannot deny the amount that guy stepped his game up overall. Fourth round pick, yeah. I I mean, mean, he's really... He's really worked on his game, and it really shows. I would think they're idiots if they don't sign him. Oh, absolutely. If the, if the Washington team doesn't sign him. So, um, you know, just it's so crazy when you really break everything down and you, you really look at these. If you look at these court, if you look at these, when you're watching these playoff games, you're just watching it more objective than ever. Do you know what I mean? Because you're just looking at a game. You might not have a rooting interest. Some games you might, some games you won't. I find myself a rooting interest in every game I watch. I either like somebody or absolutely hate somebody on one of the two teams, and like I can, I can weigh that out and figure out a rooting interest one way or another. I've definitely gone to wanting one team to win, then they're crushing them, then rooting for the other team to come back. I'm like, you know what? I don't like that team. Then root for the other team to come back. You know, I kind of wanted to see able to come back and win. Yeah, just... no, I was I was gonna say that that game this weekend with the Panthers and the Seahawks there, like the first half, I was like, yes, 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 and then when, you know, when Russ went out there and started making plays in the second half, I was still just like, yes, 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 let's go Seahawks. Like, it got to a point. I mean, I I, I was a little conflicted there because, like I was saying, at the top of the show, um. I think those guys really deserve to win win a championship off the year they've had. Like, they're dominant. Um, but then there's all these ex Bills on on the Seahawks. And yeah. I'm like, oh, Fred Jackson. It's so cool that he's in the playoffs. Like, yeah, but I love you, Fred. Man, you got your playoff win. That's good. But you can't be. You guys cannot be touching the Bills thing. I wish you I, can't even be getting close to four trips in a row. If he no. got, if he got a. If he got a conference ring, I would have been really happy for him. Yeah, that would have been cool. But I I, I don't if know. If he would have got a Super Bowl, I would have been really happy for it, him. It's just 
Man, they obliterated the Seattle Seahawks. Obliterated and Marshawn Lynch. A lot of people don't like Marshawn. They think he's got a bad attitude. I think he's fantastic. I I love that guy. He's just not for everybody. And and when you have a straight, you know, the conversation we were having earlier, he's probably closer to our side than than the tight, you know, he gets buttoned it. up person. He gets it. You know, and and a lot of times, people don't come from a clean cut super tight background not saying everybody does odds are you don't you know everybody has problems don't denying it but sometimes you got to give people space and all because they don't want to talk to you it doesn't mean they have to referring to marshawn lynch talking to media but as far as to wrap this podcast up man just loosely on tyrod taylor like the future with the bills and comparing it to playoff teams and it's hard to figure i feel like the bills could have beat that chiefs team they definitely could have beat the texans again I think they could have beat the banged up version of the Steelers that was. I out think they there. could beat the Broncos. And, and you know what another thing is too? Well, if we have a healthy Bills squad, let's be real. Let's true, be real. true, but in in we were let's just say a, a Bills the, the Bills there. defense that does what they're told. A team that buys in a hundred percent. We could put that out there now that we've seen the season. Um but I will say one thing that I did notice with Seattle, if you figure it out two games and they had three points or they didn't they they had uh uh no points in the two first halves of their playoff games sound familiar that's the bills that's yeah. a very similar problem the bills have yeah and uh, frankly a lot of games were won that were low scoring games overall too low scoring meaning they didn't have to hit 30 to win right and I'm telling you a lot of positivity coming. That last Jets game showed a lot. You're out nine. I believe they were out eight starters. Eight to nine starters that game. It was ten to game before for the Bills. I, oh, I thought it was 11 against the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I just heard Rex but Ryan I'm not say gonna, eight guys out. No, okay. Give me the benefit of the at this doubt. Point, what, at this point, who's a starter? I guess you could say that. That's true. That's true. Because... But but what I'm saying is is that team bought in to the defense at the end there and it worked out. Like that that Jets team was rolling in touchdowns, dude. I feel if we had that team, if the season started now, it'd be a lot better. So everything's looking up. That's it for us. Check us out. This is brought to you by NumBillsFan.com. Follow us on Twitter at NumBillsFan and NumBillsAdamD. And we'll be back in a few days with uh, some Bills talk or talk about whatever. I mean, it's the off season. And don't forget, check out firstand12.com for uh, an event for Hunter's Hope in Toronto, Canada, March 23rd. You can get your tickets there. Yeah. That should be it. Check yep. us out on Twitter. Please tell your friends. Yeah, that's all we got for you. Um, see you next time. Thanks for listening. We're, we're just going to keep um and um. Uh, um, um. No, we're out. Um, Dave, turn it off.